you now are Doctors Jack and Rexella Van Empey. Hello and welcome to Jack Van Empey Presents. I think my heart is more moved today than it's Amen. ever been Amen. about the program that we are going to give to you. But before we get into that, I want to say that you can go to our website and I just want to say we're going to have this great, great offer once again, the final three popes. You know, we are just winding up so very much uh, in our day and age. And Jack has hit the nail on the head with this one, the final three popes. Let now, oh, one more second here, Jack, and then you can come in, of oh, course. I want to tell about the book. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, let me just give the address here, Jack Van Empey Ministries, Box 7004, Troy, Michigan, 48007, or Canada, Jack Van Empey Ministries of Canada, Box 1717, Postal Station A, Windsor, Ontario, N986Y1, and here we go to Jack, yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you need to get this book. Now, don't misunderstand me. Uh, my own denomination is going berserk, and I hate to admit it. And I'm not down on the Catholic Church. I love you people. The Catholic Church still believes the five fundamentals of the faith, the deed of Christ, the virgin birth, the blood atonement, the bodily resurrection, and Christ's return, and all the rest. And that is the proof of genuine Christianity. And I love Pope John Paul. What a man of God he was. And I love Benedict. However, however, you must get this book. The Cardinals are complaining. I get the Vatican magazines, all the Catholic publications, and they are saying this man is the one that's going to destroy their Catholic religion. And that's the prophecy of the Bible and their prophecy of the church. Celestine two centuries ago said, from this hour on, there'll be 112 popes. And number 112 will be the one who brings our church into destruction so that our hearts will bleed as our denomination begins to die. They said that I didn't. It's all in the book, all documented, get it. Number 110 was Pope John Paul, the great man of God. No oh boy, did he love this book. And then Benedict, the great German theologian. But the prophecy said, number 112 will be the one. Get the book, he's number 112. And it says that's the hour when Christ returns. That's how near it all is. That's, I'm not going to say any more bad. It's exciting. Get it? Uh, all right. Now, we also have an 800 number if you'd like to call uh, to receive this. The reason, I guess, that I feel so moved by today's program is because Jack and I have been in 50 countries. And every single time I would come in on the plane, Jack, and we would land, yeah. I would just love to say thank you, God, for my country. I never get tired of hearing the Star Spangled Banner, our national anthem. I can't figure out why some uh, of the football players are not uh, giving honor to it. But anyway, I just praise the Lord so very, very much for our country. I never get tired of putting our flag out and saying thank you, God, for our country. But I'm very, very burdened about something, friends. And I trust that your hearts will be open today. I guess, mm -hmm. Jack, I kind of feel like Elijah. Oh, yeah. When Elijah was here on earth, his country was in trouble. 
I just want to say, he said, Elijah came to the people and said, How long will you halt between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. If it be Baal, follow him. You know what the people did? They said not a word. They wouldn't take a side. They wouldn't choose God. And I feel that our country is going in that direction. Jack and I are very much aware that so many of our churches here in the United States are empty. There are some, yes, who are really doing great, but so many are empty. Is America still a Christian nation? I want to uh, recite some of the headlines that I've seen just lately. Evangelicals assailed for affirming biblical morality mm. on sex in Nashville statement. That's the new manifesto. And they're saying the evangelical Christians are, are getting very, very uh, criticized for wanting to have morality based on biblical norms. They want to speak out. Now, friends, should our laws be based on the Ten Commandments? We used to be a Christian nation. Our laws were based on the Ten Commandments. Should they be based on the Ten Commandments? You better believe we've got all these people committing every sin there is, breaking the commandments. They think that God calls them the Ten, ten Suggestions. Bunk! God called me to preach, and I'm going to preach like you've never heard it. God's brought me back from my deathbed. And now we great news going on all the television stations as well in September. And now we will reach 7 billion, 600 million yeah. every week on radio and the same number on television, the largest missionary endeavor in the history of the Christian faith. And we're going to try to win just before Jesus comes. Millions, that's going to be the new crusade motto. Millions for Christ in the great crusade that we're about to do for him. Now, let's get into it. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Amen. Right. You see, what does that mean? It means a trinity. The Bible says there are three, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and these three are one God at one. Not three-headed gods like the cultists say and mock us. And that's why God says in the first commandment, thou shalt have no other gods before me. There's only one, and that's the one Godhead of the Father, Jehovah, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. And he's called the Blessed One. Amen. Oh, do you want to hear the word of God? Amen. We are told to reprove, to rebuke, and to exhort. Oh, nice preaching. Feel good. That's not what we are to do. And my Bible says, and this is but the word of God in Proverbs 19:34. The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations who forget God, all of them, including America, and America's in trouble. I've never seen so much murder, so much adultery, so much lying, so much cheating, every crooked thing you can think of. And now they're marching the streets. Why? They say, we don't want this thing that's going on with uh, all these immigrants. Something's wrong with our thinking. I'm not standing up for a president. I'm standing up for America. And right now, 
Merkel of Germany is crying the blues. Her father was that great Lutheran minister. And she let all the immigrants come in, and these people have only one goal. There are 57 Muslim countries, and they say we're going to take over the world, and right now, we're Excella. The population of Germany has fallen so much that the immigrants, the Muslims, have more people there now than the Germans. London, England says we are no longer a Christian nation. Why? Islam has come in, they've taken over. God help what's coming to that great country. Same thing in Poland. It's going on and on, and it's coming in America. When you see our president being mocked, and you see all these mobs running the streets, they don't know what's going on. This is a plan to overtake the United States of America. God help us. It's coming. We are told right now that right where we live, it's the strongest population center. And Detroit may be first to see what happens. And some of these days, some of you are going to cry when the battle begins in the United States of America, this great country that stood for liberties and for God, our God not the God of Islam, Allah, Jehovah, Jesus, and the blessed Holy Spirit. Mm, and we were based, he was going to mention it a moment ago, we're we had our, our wonderful country based on the Ten Commandments. Is that not correct, Jack? You were going to quote that, a Ten Commandments. Oh, oh yeah, that's Exodus chapter 20, ten of them. Not ten suggestions, as I said earlier. You people think you can get away with all your dirty, rotten, filthy sins and make light of it and think that you can get away with it? You can't! All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. Sin, when it's finished, bring forth death. And my Bible says we'll pay for it. Now, what are the commandments? Number one. Thou shalt have no other gods before me, Allah or any others. There are 1,600 cults now and 4,500 religions. God only honors two, Judaism and Christianity, the Holy Bible. Why? Because those are the only God and gods, the three of them who make one Godhead, He honors. And that's why the Holy Bible is the Old Testament Judaism, and the New Testament Christianity, and forever. That's the only thing it's going to be. Number two, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of any God. That's right. Thou shalt not bow thyself to them, nor worship them. Three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Mm. That's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. How many of you do that every day? Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. America's filled with adulterers, fornicators, homosexuality, every sin there is. And oh, transgenders, we're winning. No, you're not, not with God. Oh, you're not going to love me. I don't want to be loved. I just want to stand for God. On my dying day. I'm under five death threats right now. 
God be the glory. I am ready to go home, and I will not be stopped by anyone. It won't be long before I tell you whether it's right for a Christian or not to have a gun. I'll be telling you maybe next week what Jesus say. He said, if you don't have a sword to protect yourself, get one by selling your clothes and buying one. You guys with the National Rifle Association start using the Bible and the words of Jesus. And you won't have to put all these you newspaper people, these silly articles that you do. You don't know God. You don't know the Bible. He wants his people to be protected. And I'm waiting. And someday when you guys come to me, I'm ready. Be careful. I don't see you first. I'm not sorry for what I'm saying because of what my Bible tells me. Being angry sin not. You'll see your 72 versions sooner than you expected because they get all these virgins for killing everybody. What kind of religion is that? Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie. Bears false witness. It's there. Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's house, wife, or possession. And what is covetousness? The love of money is the root of all evil will, while which some coveted after. Gimme, gimme, gimme. You guys with your jets and all the rest of it and Christian work, God gets you out of it. You're a disgrace to the cross of Jesus Christ. The love of money is the root of all evil. Well, while some covered after great homes, six million dollar homes, many of the Christian theologians have it right now. Jack Van Hippy won't ever stand for it. I've just put out a letter to all my people. We've just started the biggest organization in the history of Christianity. Every human being on earth, through radio and through uh, television. We're going to reach more people and the thing is going to be millions of souls for Christ. And I'm going to preach it till my last breath. And that's what Christianity is all about. Not how much money you can make. If you can live high in the hog, have four, one guy, four jets, and one is using for the air, number five. God forgive you guys. One woman evangelist has the greatest mansion in Florida. I ask God to forgive you, get your right with God. I told my people, I promise you, I'll never take another dime. Everything you send in will be to take care of all my stations will be costing between eight and 10 million a year. I'm trusting God for it. And I'm gonna win millions for Christ. That's my word for today, hallelujah. <laughs> well, you know, friends, our convictions should be based on the word of God. Because uh, sin, and that's going against the Ten Commandments, the sin brings heartache, sin brings trouble, no resolve in homes, in lives. Let's see what we have here in the United States. Law aims to fight opioid addiction. Oh, so much of it going on. In the massive global scourge, this is pornography, and men are not the only addicts. You know, the lust that we have out there. The lust of the eyes, Rex. Yeah. That's committing adultery by looking to dirty pictures. Yes. Well, then another one on Time Magazine that they refer once again to the opioid um, 
problem that we have. Yeah. I want to go to something else. Smoking. Our bodies. We don't care about our bodies anymore here in the United States. Smoking kills on the average of 1,200 Americans when? Every day. And more people die every year from smoking than murder, AIDS, suicide, drugs, car crashes, and alcohol. This surprised me. Combined. Combined. Every year. More than that. Oh my, oh my. And because of that, they have no peace. And so the suicide rates are up 70% since 2016. Well, you know, we're facing that, Jack, and we're going against here in the United States oh. the Ten Commandments, aren't we? Oh, excellent. And have you just given a report about our pastors in America? No, I didn't. I was going to, yes. Oh, give that right now, yes, please. Yes, well, there was a survey the fundamental pastors. In Billy Graham's magazine. Yes, 68% of the fundamental pastors admit. Protestant. That, yeah, that they are addicted to. Pornography. Horrible. Making sex with pictures. Our pastors. God forgive you men. Second Timothy 4.2. This is God telling me to do this. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season when they like it, when they don't like it. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but they will heap to themselves teachers who will tickle their ears and they shall turn to fables, damnable heresies, and doctrines of devils. Oh, you didn't know that was in the Bible. You hear all these guys, oh, the feel-good religion, isn't it a wonderful day? That's not where to preach. You're going to pay for your sin. All you guys that have committed adultery, all you guys have run away from your wives, all you guys have gone to the houses of prostitution, and every sin, every single sexual sin, you're going to pay for it. Revelation 21:8, the fearful and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire, which burneth with fire and brimstone. You know what this Bible says? Three places. Heaven for those who are forgiven of their sins. There's the other place called Hades. And that was the place where they were held until Christ died on the cross. And then the saved who were covered through the shed blood of Jesus were eliminated from the comfort side. The others, all those who committed all these filthy sins and breaking the commandments, were in the bottom part, waiting for the great judgment day. Mm. And then this great penitentiary, Gehenna, was opened, and they were put into the lake of fire, which burned forever and ever. I just heard a leader of the Jehovah's Witness say, the God of love would never punish a sinner. 
But mister, you're so wrong, and I'm not picking on you. It's being taught everywhere. We now have a new pope, the one I told you about. Read about it in the book. And he says, I don't believe in hell. And he's trying to get out of it. But the cardinals now have proof that he's been preaching this. 162 times, Pope Francis, this book says there is an eternal hell. And you better get yourself the King James Version if you can't find it in your Catholic Bible, but it's just as honest in your Catholic Bible. They are the same books. 162 times. Hey, Pope Francis, get on your knees and get right with God as the Pope of the Church. Even your leaders are saying, your cardinals, that you've destroyed seven of the holy doctrines of the Church just since you got in. I don't spare nobody. God has called me to be the final prophet to tell the world Jesus is about to come to clear up this mess in the great rapture and we'll be taken out of this mess before the greatest war in history shall hear next week. I'll keep out of the hour of testing that comes upon the whole world. It's going to bring damage. Ends with Armageddon, Revelation 16, 16. Take you out of it. The resurrection of the dead. I'm hearing these birds now say, oh, the rapture is no longer a Bible doctrine. No, it is. You've just backslidden, ladies and gentlemen. You don't believe the Bible anymore. 162 times there's My. hell. Prepare to meet your God. Mm. Well, you know, Jack, you said uh, you wanted to go into the whole world. Well, the whole world is in a mess, friends. In fact, before Jesus ascended into heaven, he said, will I find faith on the earth? The whole world is going to be away from God and away from the Lord. Let's take a look at what's happening around the world. Canada attacks religious freedom. We try to open a law school that polls Christian values. That's not allowed in Canada. Canada, folks. Christianity as default is gone. The rise of non-Christian Europe. That's a dozen countries over there. Non-Christian Europe. Losing religion, more than half of the Britons say, we don't have any religion. No more religion. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jack, they used to be a wonderful Christian nation. It's like the United States. And certainly our hearts should be praying for the world, not just the United States, but that we can have an eye opening as to where we are. You know what? I'm so happy that God brought Jack back with the burden to go around the world, reach the world. We're all in this mess just before the coming of the Lord. Oh, Jack, our lives, let me ask this, should our lives be based on the Bible? Should our lives be based oh, on the Bible? Honey, there is no other way. This is God's Word. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for instruction and in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect truly furnished unto all good works. I make no apologies. I'm angry. You better believe I'm angry. I'm angry with sin and the sinners and the guys that stand in their pulpits that preach and then look at dirty pictures all weak and satisfy their lusts by the pictures. And you're in the ministry and the 16,000 priests with the children. It's everywhere. Everywhere. And in Islam, if you kill 
all others except your own, you now can get 72 virgins, voluptuous little ladies for all eternity in the Muslim heaven, and you make a horror house out of God's heaven. Hmm. I won't get my mouth shut for anybody. Folks, we needed Holy Ghost revival. And when I was with Dr. J. Vernon McGee in Los Angeles, he says, if you preach too strongly, uh, this is Hollywood. I preached, and he saw the Hollywood stars pour down to receive Jesus. The ones that had committed adultery and all the sins, coming to Jesus. And you know what he said? This guy, Van Hippie, has been called the walking Bible, because he's memorized the entire book. I've just changed his title to the Belgian Bible bombshell. Amen. And I'll drop Adam, so God calls me <laughs> home. But I'm going to get you right so you can go to heaven and not burn in hell forever. I like what you said. I want to get you right. You know, is there hope for people out there around the world? Absolutely there's hope for people around the world. Can a person be changed once they've gone? Can prostitutes be changed? Absolutely. Can somebody on drugs be changed? Absolutely. Can somebody who's hooked on other things, alcohol? Absolutely. Can we be changed? Yes, we can be changed by opening our hearts to the one who can change us, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask Jack right now if he would please pray the prayer of salvation. Jesus died for you. Jesus died for me. Some of you might even say, oh, I don't need the Lord. Oh, you do. There's no other way to heaven but the Lord. You can't work your way to heaven. We must ask him to cleanse us and to be our Savior. Jack, would you please pray that prayer of accepting oh, Jesus? Oh, yeah. Next week, I'll tell you the greatest story you ever heard. My father was an atheist who hated God. He was a Roman Catholic who turned against the faith. And he forbid, forbid me to go to the Catholic Church. But I went with neighbors. He didn't know where he was going. But one day my father found Christ, Amen. a drunkard, a man who cursed God, a man who committed every sin there was. And he became a new person. He started to pray five hours a day. Every sin can be forgiven. 400 times this book Jesus said, it's the only way Christ died for your sins. Amen. 800 times it talks about the shed blood for the remission of sins, and 408 times has to do with the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses from all. I don't care what you've done, how often you've done it. If you come and say, God, I'm sorry. Amen. I'm going to quit, Lord. I'm quitting. Save me now. Forgive me. He'll do it. It happened to my father. It happened to our family. Father, in Jesus' name, speak to hearts today. May there be many Bible sets right now, all through the world, and you too, praying that prayer right now. Please bow the head right where you are. Jesus, I receive you as my Savior. Take all of my sin. I'm through, Lord. I'm going to live for you. In your holy name, I ask this. 
Amen. 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 If you pray that prayer, please write to me. I'd be happy to send you this little book of first steps in a new direction. We can walk in a new direction when the Lord is walking with us. Amen. And I just want to say, too, don't forget, write to us or call us, and we'll be happy to send you this wonderful, wonderful offer Amen. of the week, the final three popes. So don't forget, make that call. I want to leave you with a very, very good thought. There's no heavier load than a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, right. Oh, how true. We look forward to being with you again next week. And until then, remember, God cares for you. So do we so very much. Bye-bye. Amen. And I preach hard because I stand with loving you want to get you saved.